This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, star date. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow. We got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. Oh, come on, come on. It's been on air since... What are you Whoa! doing? Some of you oh, have... hey, Toaster. Uh-huh. I'm listening to a podcast. Uh-huh. Well, re-listening, actually. Well, I might have really heard it once or... Uh, it wouldn't happen to be how to fly straight or competent captaining in 30 easy lessons, would it? Ugh, who would listen to those? <laughs> exactly. So, what is it? Uh, Mockery Manor. It's this awesome, funny, spooky, twisty-turny show that takes place at this crazy theme park in the 1980s. Do teenagers work there? Well, duh. It sounds amazing. I'd work there if I didn't have... <clears throat> important captaining to do. You've never actually seen a scary film, have you? I sat through Home Alone twice. That kid, whoa. You're taking notes? There's not going to be a quiz after, you know. It's complicated. Ooh, twins separated by circumstances, eh? Screams in the scare maze? This sounds amazing. Well, stay tuned for the trailer after this episode. Definitely. Uh, by the way, your kudzu toast is ready. Say it again, but more robotic. Your kudzu toast is ready. Seriously, though, do check out the gorgeous Mockery Manor podcast from Longcat Media. It's brilliant and a ton of fun and is highly recommended by me, Captain Madeline Marks of the Oz 9. And I'm never wrong about anything. Good evening. Welcome to this edition of Hard Hitting News, where we give you the headlines others rip from. We're standing on the tarmac at Area 54 where- What are you doing here? Get out of my shot! (sighs) Could someone retrieve their intern? Good lord, does it take your village idiot to work day again? How did you get away from the kidnappers? Kidnap- What are you talking about? (sighs) Never mind, who cares? Get out! Wait, has that not happened to you yet? Is this another flashback? Oh, crap. Sorry. Just forget all that. I plan to. Okay, sorry. I'm ready now. Sorry. Uh, no idea? Probably some wannabe trying to get his big break. Okay, ready for take two? This... this is live? Crap! In just a few months, these spaceships you see behind me will be lifting off, headed for destinations unknown. 
But are they ready? Today we look into Gated Galaxy's biggest, most audacious project yet. This is Owning the Universe, and I'm your host. Stay tuned. How was that? Good? Hmm? Oh, uh, we're still live? Oh, sorry. Crap. Mr. Southers, uh, interviewer one, lead anchor, Fraught News. Despite the name, Gated Galaxies has never really been in the space business, so where do these ships come from? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you. I was, <laughs> let's, uh, let's just say I was dropping off a package in the Arizona desert, and I happened along these 400 beautiful, all 8,000 long-haul ships, just a sitting out there, pretty as you please, but going to rack and ruin. The original builder had overcommitted, gone bankrupt. So I stepped in and I saved them from destruction. Long haul. Try not to interrupt. Ruins my flow. The builder was going to sell them off for parts. And it was a crying shame to see them sentenced to the scrap heap when they'd never even gotten off the ding dang ground. So I bought the lot. <laughs> That's the power of Southers. Now you call them long haul, but according to my notes. Beautiful, ain't they? So aerodynamic. Those? They look like hedgehogs. You wouldn't be bad-mouthing my ships when I agreed to sit for this here jaw session now, would you? Not at all. I, I just don't think aerodynamic is the first word that would leap to people's minds. Well, now, I don't know what you're looking at, but these elegant ships are nothing short of technological marvels, sweet as a bear that tipped over the honeypot. I guess... Bears don't fly, of course. I hear mouthy journalists do, though. Briefly. Don't land too good, though. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what exactly makes them marvels? Don't think I didn't hear them air quotes. Just look at them. My ships are huge. And so shiny. Well, they are both of those, for sure. Mr. Southers, there's been quite a lot of concern about the safety of your ships. Word is the quality control officer walked off the job and hasn't been seen since. I believe Congress is even assembling a special subcommittee to look into the retrofit process. Any idea what they'll find? Well, now it's been a real pleasure sitting down with you, but uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to do like my ships will be doing soon and successfully launch myself right out of this here chair. But, but Mr. Southers... You'll excuse me. Mr. Southers... Can he just walk off like that? The ships themselves aren't the only cause for concern. The captains and their crews also seem to have emerged from nowhere. Good morning, ma'am. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to mm. make you jump. Uh, interviewer two here from Military News. I understand you were recently promoted to captaining your own Oz ship. Is that correct? Yeah, woohoo! Dang, you people are fast. I just got the letter in the mail this morning. I am still coming down off a high. Great. All the excitement. Huh? <laughs> sure, that too. Oh. Okay. Uh, our public is fascinated by this story. 20 million of Earth's richest citizens are set to head off into the skies to find new planets. Aren't you afraid of a brain drain here at home? <laughs> brain drain? Have you met my crew? Uh, I'm sorry. Bad joke. Look, 
I don't know much about business and commerce and all that. I kind of have my eyes on the journey ahead, keeping the cargo passengers safe, making sure the crew is trained and ready, and overseeing the updating of the Oz 8000s. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I was under the impression that the crews were intentionally being kept away from the ships, too. Ah, uh, not, not spoil the surprise, hmm? Well, the crew room appliances aren't going to choose themselves. They have these ones that talk to you, like, your toast is ready. <laughs> Super cool. And there are, what, like 22 crew rooms to outfit? I'm keeping busy. I am keeping busy. I see. And once the ship launches, you're pretty much on autopilot under the watchful eye of your artificial intelligence. What is there for you to do? <clears throat> Would you be asleep in your pod most of the way? Yeah, yeah, that's sort of a myth, really. I mean, I'm the captain. Can't just sleep through the trip, if you get me. Sounds glamorous, ma'am. So what will you do? Captain stuff. Such as, ma'am? That's why they send us to flight school, honey. To learn captain stuff. Speaking of flight school, I wanted to take a look at your record and... Oh, uh, I can explain that whole biodome thing. It was supposed to be a joke. Your scores are off the charts, ma'am. Top of your class in navigation, communications, emergency measures. Really? I mean, yeah, I, I figured I was, you know, in the top ten. Yeah, you keep rubbing your ankle. Is everything okay, ma'am? Uh... Sure. I recently had uh, some uh, jewelry removed. Man, with scores like these, you could apply to virtually any space program. Hmm? I mean, why? Why Gated Galaxies? Uh, Why the Oz Project? They asked. I see. Yeah, you come from a family of, shall we say, modest means, correct? Well, I guess that depends on what modest means means. Is that right? Means means? Means, means? Flight school is very expensive. I guess. I don't know. I went on a scholarship. (laughs) No offense, ma'am, but I have looked at your high school grades and (laughs) you didn't get into flight school on a scholarship. (laughs) No, uh, according to the school, you had a very wealthy secret benefactor. Well, you saw my astronaut-y scores. Someone obviously saw my potential. Any idea who might have paid? Yeah. Uh, pretty sure that's whom might have paid their captain microphone. It's not. Ma'am. Jesus. I've been sort of fated for space from birth. Every year on my birthday, I'd get a spaceship toy or a helmet or a jug of orange tang from some mystery person. Never figured out who sent it. Captain Madeline, tell me your hopes and fears. The day the AI awakens you and you found your new home. The day you realize you're not coming back. What happens on that day, ma'am? How do you feel? Well, that's the question, isn't it? People keep asking me what it's like to know I'm going away forever. To know I'll wake up after everyone I knew is long dead. Everyone? Surely 25 years from now, not everyone you know will be dead. Right. Truth is, there's not much here for me now, much less a half century from now. Half? Astronauting is a lonely business. It's just me and the stars out there floating endlessly in the inky black void. Hang on. Endlessly? 
if I'm lucky, we'll never land. Wow. Are you sure you should be in charge, ma'am? Because uh, I, I... Oh, pfft. don't worry. I've got this. You watch. The nine will be the one that makes it. Wait, wait. Sorry, ma'am. Isn't the goal that they, they all make it? Huh? I mean, I have to say, ma'am, this is the most alarming interview I've ever had. Space is scary. It's not for everyone. You stay here, nice and safe with your feet on the ground, and let us space cadets embrace the big empty. Right. One last question. What about your family? What are they saying to you as you head off into the unknown? Mostly see you for Sunday lunch. We're not taking off for, like, ages. How heartfelt. For now, for all these brave explorers, it's still see you for Sunday lunch. But what happens when that seat at the table is empty ever after? When Sunday lunch is eaten out of a foil bag with a spork? When that next Sunday lunch with fresh peas and potatoes is is potentially decades away, if it comes at all. Dang, you're a downer. Where's this music coming from? Stay tuned as we talk with some very, very brave passengers and all the families of our intrepid crews. Seriously, can I get someone with a brain next time? Oi! I nearly pulled my weapon. Can't do that again. When we spoke with passengers who have already claimed their pods aboard the Oz ships, they seemed as in the dark about some crucial questions as we are. Hang on, I don't remember this. How can this be a flashback if it never happened? I beg your pardon? What the hell is going on here? I believe you're interviewing me about my decision to fly off into space, never to return. Oh, I already know that. Your wife parachuted to her death. You're grief-stricken. A shadow of a doubt about what really happened to her hangs over you, and you have nothing here to stay for. How do you know all that? Oh, man. The time streams are going to be a mess after this. Just make sure you get aboard the 9 and not the 13, okay? I gotta go. Hey! Where are you going? You haven't interviewed me mine, yet. Mine, mine, I got this, ma'am, s- sir, ma'am. Sorry about that, Mr. McQuarrie, sir. Uh, not sure what's going on with that guy. <laughs> so, uh, did you pack her chute, or should I say her sandwiches? Seriously? I thought you were here to talk to me about flying on an Oz ship. You're right, you're right. My apologies, sir. Thank you. So, flying on an Oz ship. Is this just an attempt to escape justice after killing your wife? What? Something more sinister. Unwilling to answer our questions, Horace McCrory fled for the exit and the security of his chauffeured limousine. Can it, too? I do the transitions. Speaking of security, we recently tried to get access to the hangars where the massive Oz 8000s are being fitted for their new mission. But a platoon of heavily armed guards wouldn't allow us entry. We couldn't even get close enough to take pictures. What is G2 hiding? First mate Jesse James, I'm at the rear four for the Edinburgh Gaggy. My understanding is you've been training for a mission like this basically your entire life. Since I was just a wee lassie, eh? And yet, despite quite high scores from flight training, you're a first mate, not a captain. Why is that? Why is that indeed? 
It's an honor just to be selected. Could it have anything to do with the cloud of suspicion that seems to hang around your sister? I like to think I'm being judged on my own merits. My sister and I have little in common and even less to do with each other these days. After disappearing for several weeks, your sister Glinda has been spotted back in the country. Oh, has she now? Any idea what she's doing here? Why would I know? Didn't I just say we have not to do with one another? Right. Sorry. What do you think she's actually a highly paid assassin? Are we here to talk about me or my sister? You. You, of course. So what was it like growing up with her for a sister? Is interviewer five any better than you? The public have a right to know if a dangerous killer walks among us. Why don't you ask her yourself? She's right over there. What? best gift my sister ever gave me. The ability to clear a room. <laughs> I'll just see myself out then, shall I? <laughs> what is G2 truly up to? Are they, as CEO Southers claims, pushing humanity to the next level, even potentially preserving human life in the universe? Or is there something more nefarious going on? My turn! Finally! Interviewer 5, check, check. This is Interviewer 5, check, check, check. One, two, three. All right. Well, welcome to Owning the Universe. And you are? Sorry, what are you doing? Is that a high five? Do you want to high five me? No. You're in a box? Oh, for crying out loud. You want me to interview a goddamn mime? <sighs> no. Well, I did not sign up for this. I don't understand what. You have got to be kidding. Right. Fine. Earning my stripes. I'm earning my stripes. So, tell me, whoever you are, why did you book passage aboard an Oz ship? Oh, and now you're pulling a rope. Mm, still pulling. Oh, a hilariously disgusting substance is on the rope. Very amusing. <laughs> still pulling. Mm, mm, mm. That's a really long rope. Mm-hmm. Pulling. Oh, and now we're imitating the cameraman. Okay. You know what? I quit. Nope. I'm out of here. You wait for hours in the little interviewer's room for your shot. And when it finally comes, it's a freaking mine. You've got to be kidding me. Stepping on board the Oz-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, Listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. 
Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to FanRollDice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. The more questions we ask, the more we have. These ships aren't meant for long journeys. Will the updating and retrofitting be enough? The crews and their captains seem entirely unfit for the jobs ahead of them. After eight days in the rain, waiting to talk with basically anyone who would talk to us, it's time to finally get some answers. Could you tell us your name, please? Oh, hi, I'm Leet. What are you doing here, Leet? Uh, we're on work release to help load up these big ships. Well, Leet, my crew and I have been standing outside these hangars for the last eight days, and the only things we've seen hauled in were fit tech pods and bags of miracle Grow, which the workers said were intended for terraforming. Sounds about right. And some fugu. What do you think about this whole operation? Would you go up? Sure. I like space and stars and that. I don't get to see much of it from my su- Oops. Uh, hotel. Hotel room. That's what I'm supposed to say. I see. Do you think these ships are truly ready for a 25-year journey into space? Aw, yeah. They have a bunch of really thick manuals, and the bridges have these cool screens that light up and beep and stuff. Pretty much everything is covered in bubble wrap, so you know it's super expensive. And you're here helping outfit the ships, is that right? Sort of. I'm mostly hauling in sandwich machines like this one. That's a sandwich machine? Uh, oh, and it's... Full. Uh, we're sort of scattering them around the ship. Weird, right? Like, who's going to eat them if everyone's asleep? I mean, I do get hungry in the middle of the night sometimes, so maybe it's not that crazy. Ron Ha Forever, right? Only with the number four instead of F-O-R-E? Uh, excuse me? That's your password. Capital R, lowercase o-n, capital H, number four, E-V-A-R... Lowercase. Or is that ER? I can never remember how to spell it. No, that is not my password. Oh, right. Of course it's not. It is though, right? Who is Ron Huh? Leet, what's really going on in there? I mean, come on. We should be hearing drilling and hammering and construction noises. But instead, it sounds like a bachelor party. Yeah, there's a lot of partying going on. But there's also a lot of people doing really hard work. Like the bottom 11 decks are full of miracle grow. Bags and bags of it, huh? Not exactly. I don't know if the bags leaked or something, but it's all over the floor and pretty deep. Maybe they're going to plant a garden down there? I think they're using old omelets for compost or something because it stinks like rotten eggs. 11 floors of dirt? That seems odd. It's totally odd. Like. Who's going to take care of the cucumbers for 25 years if everyone's asleep? They're going to wake up to a mess. I feel bad for the janitor. Janitor? Yeah, I saw him curled up in his pod in one of those crew rooms, holding onto his mop. Some people really like their work. They potted someone? Already? This far out from launch? I guess. Or it might have been one of the cleaners taking a nap. People do that, because the pods are pretty comfy. They usually don't shut the lid, though. Oi, food orders here. Finally. Hey, I'm the Italian salad with a vinaigrette dressing. Oh, man. Don't let any of the guys in the orange jacket see you with that. 
They'll take it. My salad? Yeah. No one's allowed to eat lettuce or have olive oil near the ships. Oh, does someone have allergies? I do. To olive oil or lettuce? No, penicillin. By the way, you've got a real nice voice. You should do those documentary things. What a good idea. Thank you. Sure. As G2 continues to prepare its 400 Oz 8000 ships for their mission, we're absolutely no closer to answers than we were eight days ago, so that's time well spent. You know about the miracle Grow now. Yes, thank you. And the omelets? Uh, hey Lee, do you mind? I'm summating. Uh, like a mountain? No, summating. It's... Never mind. Just shush, okay? You know what else is weird? Every time I get on that ship over there, uh, the ninth, that one, every time the heat just shoots up. It's weird. I end up having to take my shirt off. It's so hot. Yes, that's very interesting. Thank you, Leet. Well, I gotta go. Glad I could help. Did you, though? Oh, and don't forget the olive oil. No olive oil. Those guys get real hostile. Got it. Thank you. Well... I encourage the folks at Hard Hitting News to take a chance on this story, and on me, and I think in a few more days, they'll discover we were both worth the enormous expense and multiple threats of a lawsuit by G2. We've clearly blown the roof off this whole olive oil controversy. This is Hard Hitting News with our first and probably final episode of Owning the Universe. Stay safe out there, and good night. Wow, I don't even think he's a narrator yet at this point in his timeline. Which leaves me to do the outro. Right, okay. You've been listening to Lee Shackelford as Interviewer 1, Sarah Golding as Interviewer 2, Kyle Jones as Interviewer 3, Kevin Hall as Interviewer 4, June Clark Eubanks as Interviewer 5, Tim Sherburn as Colin, Richard Cowan as Leet, Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, Shannon Perry as Madeline, Eric Perry as Mr. Southers, Richard Nadolny as your narrator-ish, and me, Kyle Jones, as Narrator 2. Our music is by John Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. Visit us at oz-9.com for more information about the show and links to our merchandise and Patreon. Thank you for joining us, Space Monkeys, and we'll be back next time. A theme park can be a very dangerous place. Longcat Media presents... If there's one thing I've learned, it's this. They're all lying, cheating bastards. A British Podcast Award nominee. That was my worst nightmare. I can't believe he didn't tell me it was a drop ride. It's so much better when you don't know. The black comedy that Stephen Fry called remarkably immersive. Something's happening in the park. Something dangerous. She is dead meat, her and her stupid sister. Who am I, Jenkins? I think something terrible's happened, but I don't know what. Do you know what would happen if Mockery Manor closed? Please, we have to get out of here. Hold on to your hats and glasses and pray to your God. Mockery Manor. I made a spirograph once with string. Good for you. 
Seasons 1 and 2 of Mockery Manor, available now wherever you get podcasts. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to the Strata. There's two of them following me. I know that for sure. Hand over the package and we'll let you go. You'll let me go? Oh, that's cute. The first bullet hits me in the chest, sends me staggering back a step. All right, you assholes. Yeah, run! That's it! And spread the word! Don't mess with rust! Ever! Anyone who tries is gonna... Oh, forget it. The Strata. In a dystopian city, an aging courier is forced to go into business with an underworld ganglord in order to pay for the treatment that keeps him alive. Check out The Strata anywhere you listen to podcasts.